Hey, and welcome to the Crafty Ass Female Podcast, the only feminist scrapbooking show on the planet, where we discuss the amazing ways that people are documenting their lives today. I'm your host, Kristen Tweedale, aka Are You Kristen Feminist Scrapbooker. This is the season of Habit, brought to you by the Awesome Ladies Project community. Download our free app at theawesomeladiesproject.com slash app. Hey, and welcome to the Crafty Ass Female Podcast. We've got a December daily roundtable today, and we're talking all about stories. I've got with me today Kasha, Megan, Jean, and Steph. I'm going to go around and let everybody introduce themselves. Meg, why don't you go first? My name is Megan Anderson, but you'll see me as Megan Kekel Anderson uh, online now because I had to throw my maiden name back in there to be Googleable. I have shifted this year to uh, writing speculative fiction. And in recent years, my um, memory keeping has been a little bit more private, but I'm still doing it um, weekly with photo books now, uh, kind of of a hybrid approach and uh, one second everyday videos. Awesome. Kasha, how about you? My name is Kasha Gage. Online, you might know me either as Kasha Gage or Kasha K. Gage. And... Um, This year, I've really shifted uh, with my photography and started pursuing that more professionally. Uh, Still sometimes weird to call myself a photographer. Uh, And then I am also, you know, of course, a memory keeper. I am our family's historian and the teller of the stories. I love it. Steph, how about you? Hi, I'm Steph Grimes. Uh, You may know me from Instagram or YouTube as Created by Steph. Uh, I am working, I've been doing, I went back to weekly project life this year and that was not very successful. Um, so I'm looking forward to moving away from project life next year, um, and trying some new things, which is I'm nervous about. Um, I've been doing project life since like 2013. So it's been a long time. I'm excited about that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I love, Kasha, what you said about being your family's historian. My um, husband's grandmother is battling dementia um, pretty severely right now and is in moderate stages of that. And we've been having a lot of conversations about the value of scrapbooking um, in in our lives and what that looks like and, and in helping us. My husband also has had some memory issues um, from an accident he had in high school, so you know, there's a lot of value to, he sees a lot of value in, um, in that documentation. So been taking that a little bit more seriously this year, more than just like a hobby. I love that. That's really important. Jean, how about you? I'm Jean Williams. I'm on Instagram as at Jean M. Will. I live in Arlington, Virginia with my husband and two young adult daughters. Um, I've been a lifelong storyteller, scrapbooker, journaler, writer, um probably longer than all of you (laughs) and um i sort of got back into more modern memory keeping about 10 years ago i've been doing weekly project life since 2013 too and i actually still love project life like it is just my jam um so that's really fun and i do a six by eight story album every year this year actually i'm in two um and then i do week in the life december daily various other mini books etc So I'm really excited about December Daily this year. This will be my eighth year doing December Daily. Oh, that's fantastic. That's so exciting. Today we're here to talk about stories. 
which I think are really important. And I'm really excited that we have who we have here today. One of the big questions or one of the big, I don't even think, I don't even think it's a question. One of the big pushbacks that I always hear from people who talk about why they can't do December Daily is, oh, I don't have kids. Oh, my life is boring. I don't do the holidays. And I'm not going to put anything on any of you, but I know that we all don't have the traditional, you know, you know, two little kids at home with a picket fence kind of lifestyle. And so I'm really excited to talk about the way that we have told our December stories in the past, what we're planning on telling our, uh, what, what stories we're planning on telling this year, because we've had some interesting Decembers lately. Um, and so I'm excited to get into what your December storytelling looks like. Kasha, would you like to start? That's a really interesting question. I'll say this. So part of how I even approach December or this, you know, my storytelling or getting myself in a mindset is I usually go in knowing that there are some specific stories I absolutely want to tell. Um, I usually want to have one of like gratitude, maybe one is of loving. Um, the past, even since I started December Daily in 2019, every year I've had something related to my husband working. And I usually try to do that from his perspective. So bringing in his voice, um, you know, there's usually something specifically about Christmas. Um, I try to just, I might have a list of like prompts or story ideas written down, but I personally really just try to approach it more based on what the day is or what, you know, what I'm feeling in that moment. Um, my projects are very photo driven. So it's very photo driven storytelling. So, but that's not to say like, you know, for example, I might take a photo of the wreath, but it doesn't mean, you know, that I can't tell something entirely different about the wreath. So it isn't always so specific, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, and then for my approach, though, as far as how I, I will either, um, you know, use the notes app on my phone. I, a couple of years, I've done the Traveler's Notebook. Last year, I solely used just uh, college rule line notepad and every single day got their own paper and for me I find like when I'm free writing I don't necessarily edit myself so I'm a lot I can really pull out more of the feelings and sometimes it's the facts where if I'm typing and this might date myself because back in college we didn't have the laptops uh right with you but um for taking notes so that's part of you know my method for being able and then if I'm gonna I can always type that up or if I'm gonna handwrite I can translate it there you just gave me a really interesting idea I still write so much stuff by hand because I love that forced first draft you have to edit yourself if you're going to type something up right. one of my one of my personal sticking points or roadblocks is I have a hard time going on a daily basis, going from a notebook to a typed page to a layout. Like that's a lot for me in a day throughout the month. Yeah. But what I have on my desk right now, which I literally found like in the back of my drawer or whatever, are these sticky index cards. What I could do 
is right on my index card and then put that on my page. Like I can put this in my 10 by eight and then if I get to it, I get to it. If not, it's still on the page and like I have to, I have to look at it. It's not like I can, it's often a notebook somewhere hiding in a place that I can put in a drawer. Right. Every time yeah. I've tried doing a rough draft in a notebook, I have lost that notebook. I mean, like I've re-recovered it later, but there, there's always maybe like, you know, four days of stuff in the notebook. I will use that four days of stuff later, but I can't handwrite it unless it's directly on the project. <laughs> Otherwise it has to be like in notes on my phone or um, back in the day, I would email myself. Yes, yeah. yes. And you know, it can, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, it can be hard, you know? I mean, and I think, and if this might come up later too, like the biggest piece of advice is definitely find what works for you. And especially because it's a really busy season, you know, if you want to try something new, try something new, but do what works for you. You know, just because, you know, Kristen might be doing this in an index cards and then coming back to her pages later, or maybe staff is going to type all of her stuff out, like actually on a computer. And maybe, you know, Megan is doing her phone, like, and I'm handwriting, like it's how it works best for you to get those stories told. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Yeah. Sometimes it takes a tr bunch of trial and error to figure that out. And sometimes yes. it is going to differ from year to year because there are changes yeah. in your life. So. Or, or day to day or week to week, right? right? What worked last week and you felt like, oh, typing was okay. Maybe this week is busier and you just have time to write stuff on a post-it note and use that and stick that to your page. Like, and that's totally okay. Give yourself permission for, for that. Yes. What works on December 1st through 5th does not work. December we'll nineteenth twenty fifth. No, no, no. Yeah, exactly. The, so right. you got to give yourself a lot of grace there because you really the beautiful like oh my god December first and second pages. Let them be the the really great December first <laughs> and second pages with gorgeous stories about like your and your reason why. Let let tell the really good stories. And I'm interjecting with tips here because I will forget the mother is tell the really good stories when you have the days to tell the really good stories and, yep. you know, be like, Oh, wow. It was really busy today. If that's all you got, then sometimes that's all you got. Yeah. And that's why we do day in the life and week in the life because we have other lenses to capture everything. Well, and I find that once you put all the stories together, even if some of them, are small or some days you don't have a photo or some days, you know, you just, whatever it might be, stamp something or say it's busy, it all comes together. And it's this great um, piece of your life that December. And when I look yeah. back at it, that's what I love the most is just yeah. seeing all these little stories put together that turn into this wonderful album from that period in your life. Yeah, the totality, yeah. right? Right. Yeah, absolutely. So Jean, what are your, what does your December storytelling look like? So I'm using a 10 by eight album this year and I used a 10 by eight album for the first time last year. And I have to be honest and say, I was so stressed out the first couple days because it was seemed so big and different and different size pockets. And, but then I ended up totally loving it and using all kinds of different sizes in the album, which was really fun. And I fell in love with those Santas, so I'm back to 10 by eight. So, but I kind of live my life in December and let the stories come to me. I have 
you know, ideas of stories if I'm having a day where I don't have much going on, but I kind of live my life. And so my December daily is a lot of daily life plus the holiday events sprinkled in. Um, so I don't necessarily plan out every day what my story is going to be. And um, that seems to work for me. I tell a lot of the same stories from year to year, and I don't mind that at all. I think that when people say that, oh, I do the same thing every year, but every year is different. And even if I take the same photo every year, it's a little different, the light or the time of day or what has changed in my decor or whatever it might be. So I kind of love that I tell a lot of the same stories from year to year. Um, and then I usually create maybe a few foundation pages. I'm not a big foundation page person, but I'll do like prep day and I'll find like two or three that I love. But then I have a few pages that if I'm like really busy or don't have much, I could do like a loving or a gratitude or around the house or whatever it might be, or just, you know, stick a photo with some pretty stickers and, you know, be done for that day. So, um, so yeah, I kind of let the stories come to me and um, I work, I like to work on it in December, um, which is just because that's part of the fun of December daily for me is just, creating it too so um yeah that's kind of where i'm coming from this year so what are a few of your favorite everyday stories that you've captured over the years me yeah so i'm always do like coffee photos like my coffee in front of the twinkle of the tree my coffee by the fire or my new mug i just like those and those can be a whole story to me um I usually do a story like of my front porch with the twinkle lights, maybe like sort of at twilight or dusk. And that's kind of a fun, just like you can tell anything that day with that story. Um, last year, I took a picture of all the packages on my front porch and I loved that. So I'm definitely going to do one of those. But, so these aren't like fancy stories, but my husband is working at home part of the time now since 2020. So that's been a big change. So I usually do one day of him in the office you know, which is different. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Um, just, I, I take pictures of myself too. I got I um, got an advent calendar for myself last year. So I took a picture of me putting the things on it with my timer. I'm totally happy to have just pictures of me. And most of the month is just me and my husband and our dog. And then Usually the girls are coming back and forth. My older daughter is living with us now, but she's working full time. So she will be in and out. So how about everybody else? What are your, some of your favorite everyday stories to tell? This will be my seventh December daily. Um, I did my first album in 2018 as a three by eight album <laughs> or two, two, three by eight albums. Um, and then I went back, I had some documentation. I would say it was daily ish notes and photos from 2016 and 2017 that I did either through just Instagram or just keeping track on my phone. Um, and so I went back after doing, actually in 2020, I went back because I just couldn't get enough December daily <laughs> and went back and did those two albums. Um, and so I have all of them in 2020. I did two six by eight albums because I was like, again, I couldn't get enough December daily. Um, last year I did 10 by eight. Um, like Jean, Jean and I talked a lot uh, throughout the beginning of December of like, this is so hard and so weird. 
to be working it on was, an album it this big. It was a big change, wasn't it? It's it was a big, big change. Big yeah. change. Yeah. So fun, though. Like, by the end, I was completely in love with it. And then I ended up doing 10 by 8 for everything this year. Uh, travel albums, week in the life. I went all in on 10 by 8. So for December Daily, I was like, well, let's let's change it up. <laughs> so I'll be doing 6 by 8 um, again this year. And I got the beautiful floral album from Liz. And I'm just super inspired by minimalist and simple. The last few years have been super crafty and lots of foundation pages and just chunky, chunky, chunky albums. And I want something that's just a lot more simple this year. Um, trying to get back to in 2018, I sort of had some foundation pages that I made during prep party or product play and that kind of thing. Um, trying to get back to that. So some simple setup pages, mostly just the things that I love from the products that I want to make sure I use. I'm going to kind of try to tuck those in. So I think somebody on one of the Instagrams uh, the other night was talking about foundation pages, light, like foundation light pages. Um, and I was like, yeah, that sounds, yeah. that sounds about right. Um, you know, there's, there's beauty in that simplicity too, you know, stuff and, you know, just for anybody else who's listening, I mean, I think maybe we all have been there, have done the super crafty pages or crafty albums or the thick, chunky ones, or yeah. maybe it's just been simple for everybody else. But, um, you know, I think there's real beauty in where it's just more emphasis on the words or the words in the photos, yes. um, you know, and not necessarily always getting back to some of the root or the reason why even of doing this project. Nothing that it can't be checked, you know, maybe someone else's reason why is about the products and the crafting and the creating, um, right. you know, but I think, I think there's so much beauty in focusing on the words and photos. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And that's, that's what I loved. You know, I thinking back on 2018, I was able to work on it almost every day, right? I carved out some time in the morning and I was able to put my page together from the day before. Now that was a really small album, right? Working in a three by eight, you don't have a ton of space or options to go super crazy. Um, so that worked out really, really well. And I just want to get back to being able to do it every day. Like the last couple of years, I haven't finished my albums until like January, February. That's too long. <laughs> By January, I'm ready to move on. Um, so some of the things that I always include are pre-December things. We always start prepping for Christmas and doing some Christmas-ish activities like going to the beach to see the light display and that kind of thing. That always happens the weekend after Thanksgiving. This year we'll be in Disney um, at the start of December. So we are going Disney, to- Florida. Dis yes, we're going to Orlando. We're gonna visit um, some friends and, and us. Uh, we're gonna to go to Disney for three days and we're gonna do two days in Universal. So we'll get to go to Harry Potter I was World. I Harry I'm Potter, right? Like totally stoked for having just finished the books. Do you have both park passes? <laughs> Oh, yes. Okay. We okay. will be doing all the Harry Potter things. Mm -hmm. We'll have to have a separate conversation. <laughs> so that's how our month is going to start. So I'm really excited to like include some of that. Um, and that'll be in there, even though it's not happening. I mean, it'll lead into December. We don't come home until the 4th. Um, but we start before December. That'll always be in there. My decorations are usually up by the start of December. So that all goes in sort of early. Um, and I like to take a, what I call a daily, but not daily <laughs> approach. 
um, which means that I have a story every day, but it's not necessarily from that day. Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily mm-hmm. something that happened that day. So one day, you know, I just keep a running list of like, I want to talk about my decor. I want to talk about our tree, this thing, um, Christmas card, new ornaments, right? So those are things that, oh, sorry, those are things I can talk about anytime of the month. Um, and so I just keep that list for days that are light. And then I just plug that story in if I didn't do anything interesting that day, or we didn't have an event or anything like that. So it ends up being, I guess, more of like a stories album versus like, this is what a record, unlike week in the life, which is like, this is actually what happened every day this week. And so that really helps me one, both plan and document the events and the activities that I like to do, right? This has created this project has created a lot of traditions for us in our house. Like we always get a holiday puzzle or a Lego kit and we build that. And so that's a thing that we're doing because I want to tell that story, right? So it's a little bit of like living the story I want to tell and working at it from that angle. I want to be able to tell that story rather than just like we sat around and it was dark and we <laughs> we didn't do anything <laughs> all month long. <laughs> um, and part of that is battling some of that like seasonal blues um, for us that really helps to just have a running list ahead of time of like these are stories I've either told in the past or these are stories that I've seen other people tell that are interesting to me that I might be able to work in Um, and so I can always pull on those if there's something that's not from that day that's really interesting um advent calendars we buy advent calendars for all of our nieces and nephews which my siblings really need to stop having children because Advent calendars are not cheap, y'all. Um, so the sugar fina one is what, like sixty-five or seventy dollars. Yeah. I got that last year, and I might be in the minority, but it was not worth it. I was not a fan. There you go. We usually do a lot of Lego because the kids are all Lego fans. We're big Lego fans, um, so I got them all on sale on Zulily, like a couple of weeks ago, which is great. So I'll tell a story about giving them. And then I ask all of our siblings to take photos on the first day and send me photos. So that's a super fun tradition that we've started within the last couple of years. Um, And so I love telling that story. And I love just getting the pictures of all the kids and they're getting older. And it's so fun to see how excited they are. You know, the first year we got them, my nephew totally didn't understand the idea of like one a day and was really pissed about the whole situation. Yeah, that sounds for the first couple of weeks. <laughs> um, but now, you know, it's something that they all look forward to. So that's a really fun one. The hard days, the challenging days, right? Like making sure that those stories are in there too. I don't shy away from telling those. Um, I have one, at, at least one in every album because that's just real. That's the, I'm not interested in sugarcoating that or, you know, pretending that that's not a very real part of our life. Um, so it's in there. Yeah, I did that last year. I had a really hard day and I I did um, record it, but I put my journaling, I hit it. I put a little tab on it and sort of hit it in the back just because I felt like I don't need to look at it every day, but it was right. it's still there and I know it's there. And so I can, you know, go back and look at that. And then last year, I think there was a piece that said a difficult December day. Mm-hmm. So that was just perfect for that day. So... Yeah, I and think that's it's a good point. to do both. Yeah. Well, and I love that, right? If you don't want to, you don't want other people to see it, but you want to tell that story, you need to tell that story, right? Because sometimes that's part of it too, right? I I write 
for a living. And so a lot of times that's just how I process information and process feelings and emotions. So writing it out, even if I don't intend anyone to ever see it, you can include it in those envelopes that, you know, come in the kits or come as an add-on. Those are perfect for that kind of stuff if you don't right. want to see it. I agree. You know what? One year, it was a couple of years back, um, my husband, when he was still trapped, I mean, he's traveling now again, but when he was traveling excessively during like December for work, and I was just having a horrid day, right? And um, we had a really, really long text exchange as far as like some of what I was feeling, what was going on. Um, and rather than me rewriting that out or anything, um, I ended up just taking screenshots of our text message. And I think I know I shared this at some point, like on my Instagram, but so I have like a photo of my phone and then you can flip the pages to actually read the text messages. So like Jean's saying, it's not front and center, um, but the words are still there. And it has not only my voice, but my husband's voice, you know? So that was like one way to capture, um, to record that hard story and then not have to like deal with it again because I already unpacked all of it with him, you know? Yeah, yeah you that's don't have a to, great like, idea. Write it in a different voice. Yeah. Right. I love yeah. including text messages in my album. I'll screenshot them and either I still have that phone pad from the yes. text kit. Yeah. So I'll put it on that or I'll sometimes I'll just put them three by four and put them in a three by four pocket. And it is a nice way to include some other voices too. Mm -hmm. I agree. Meg, what are your thoughts on this? important to start off with I take like a document now make later approach with December daily like I kind of do with most stuff I am very very rarely working on my December daily album in December um so a lot of times I don't have as many of those negative stories because I'm not processing in the moment I, I would like to interject and say you do also have adorable children who do have lots of holiday stuff going on at school right. and you do have the ability to kind of throw that into it yes which is so nice. I, I've been doing it since 2009 and I went through and looked through all my finished albums before this to kind of see how it it grows because you know I I'm able to have advice for the people who are like I don't know what to include I don't have enough stuff because that's like early December daily Megan and like Right now, I've I've been scrapbooking for so long that even when I'm not thinking about it, I take photos almost every day. Anyway, I just do. It's just a habit and routine and part of my life. So now I do like now December Daily is mostly a holiday album. And a lot of the times I start it at Thanksgiving and end it at New Year's instead of just doing December. Um because I'm also doing like the pocket scrapbooking. So a lot of the everyday stories go into there instead, because otherwise it would like, it's already too much, like lengthwise to, to fit. Um, so yeah, so it's not that I don't do anything kind of more serious, but it's, it's, it's just mostly focused on holidays. Well, me. that's fun. You're, you've got no. a busy, fun <laughs> holiday yeah. life going I also, on, right? My, my husband and I both have blended families. My um, youngest is adopted and it's an open adoption. So like there's, <laughs> there are so many family things. Like I yeah. 
just don't have a lot of like, what am I going to put on this day days? And I do have, uh, kind of like we talked about earlier, I do have this, uh, I think of them as filler stories. That doesn't mean that they're not important. It just means it does not matter what day they go, go on that are recurring. So like the Christmas music that we're listening to, like the records that we break out, or if there's a new song the kids are obsessed with, or the Christmas books that we're reading. Um, there's always a page about the decorations we get each family member gets a new ornament every year. So there's always a picture of those ornaments, usually with the tree in the background. It doesn't matter what day those go on. Um, so if I kind of have most of it while I'm making it, then it's easier for me to kind of figure out where to slot those in so that I'm getting the stories that are important for me to tell. Um, and it, it is really interesting to me because not I don't part of having that big blended family is there's a lot of um there's a lot of family like conflict and trauma and complicated things <laughs> so even though that yeah. stuff isn't necessarily said like lo like looking through a lot of those the older albums can be hard because some of those family members were estranged with there's a lot of people who've passed away one of my uh, closest friends who's just uh, like was was at our house constantly um, and those early albums committed suicide. Like, so, so the, the, the sadness is in there as a default because that's, right. that's life. But I don't think anyone else would know that flipping mm. through them. I think they're mostly, right. mostly yeah. sparkly to an yeah. outsider, maybe. Well, but you, you know, to you that the reality of that is there, right? That feeling, that emotion, that loss, right? Simply because you don't see their face in that photo anymore. I, I think that's, that's really important. Like looking through that kind of renews my dedication to making sure that I'm getting photos of friends yeah. and extended family in there and documenting those relationships. Cause we're pretty, even though our life's busy, like most of the people in my house were pretty introverted. So if I'm not, if I'm not, I, I have to be more intentional, intentional about that part, about the taking pictures of people who are important to me outside of my household. Um, and that just reiterates all, all of our reason why for why we do this. You know, like yeah. you were saying with the family member who has dementia, my mom has Alzheimer's, losing friends and family. I'm Then we're so grateful to have those stories told and documented. And it doesn't matter if they're pretty and fancy and have every product in them. It just matters that they're told. Yep. Yeah. You know, it's, I think that's one of the biggest things is like, you know, and I think about this, like Steph, you know, I had, uh, both my grandparents had uh, dealt with like dementia. Um, and then my mom is currently experiencing like, I don't know if it's signs of dementia, early onset, Alzheimer's. Sometimes I don't know really the difference between the two, I'll admit that. Um, but so, you know, part of, we lost um, my grandmother in last year, 2021. And that was really hard because she was like the last piece of my mother's side that was really holding the family together. And one thing I'm thankful for is my uncle, so her son, still remembers so many of those stories, like, or the stories my grandpa used to tell, right? But it and I don't mean this to sound sad, but there is a piece of story in that history that dies with her, especially with it not being written down. And so one way, you know, just kind of in the back of my mind, I think about a lot of times is what do I 
what do I want to leave behind? Like, not only what is my story, but what do I want people to know about me, about my family, like how I see the world? Like, you know, it could be like, this song is great and it makes me sing and dance around the house. Something silly like that. Like, it doesn't all have to be just so heavily emotion. But, you know, I think about like, you know, when I look back at those photos too, like what I wish I knew, like, you know, what I wish she would have written, you know, of how she was feeling or how she saw things. And like, that's kind of, again, what sometimes just floats around is like, I want to make sure I'm leaving that. And even though we don't have children, you know, and that goes back to where Kristen was saying earlier, like we all come from big different dynamic sets. Um, You know, if my album's got passed down to my niece and nephew, you know, or the day we do have children, either way, you know, I'm just, it's things like I don't want to forget, but things I want to make sure if someone were to read it, that they would know. If that makes sense. Or later, if you forget, you can yes. look yeah. right. over it. I mean, you might not even recognize that yep. it's your life, to be yep. honest with you, but during periods of lucidity, you you would. So that <laughs> would yeah. be incredible. Yeah. I think about yeah. that a lot. And that's the lens that we're looking at right now, right? You know, my husband has always been afraid that this would be his path, right? That he would end up like his grandmother. And so really facing that this year as she has, as things have changed with her, you know, has really put a lens on how we're doing life and what that means and what that looks like for us. Um, and this has been a really, this storytelling has been a really big part of that. Um, and I think that the last few years, right, Kasha, you were saying, like, it doesn't have to be this big, heartfelt, I have poured every inch of my soul into journaling and stories for the last three years, because that just felt like the weight of what was required, right? So even the happy stories are really, really, really long. <laughs> um, and this year, I I, I want to pull it in a little bit. <laughs> Not everything needs to be a novel. Um, because sometimes I can just say the thing in a few sentences and be done with it. And that's, and Jean, to your point earlier, like it is a piece of the whole, right? right? You're looking at the whole album as one, people aren't looking at it the same, the way we create it, which is typically one day at a time, right? So you're looking at this like capsule piece when you're making it or when you're doc- documenting throughout the month. But when it comes together at the end, there's a there's a cohesiveness to it and it's a whole thing right it's like a travel album you don't create a travel album one story one day you know it's not a single story from that it's a whole it's a whole thing it's a whole project um and so looking at it that way you know I don't need to have a million words (laughs) in my December daily by the end of the month um I think looking at that way can also help with people who think like oh I missed a day so I can't do it right. now. So we've already talked about those filler stories and this is less relevant to me now because I, I I've never, ever completed a December daily in December. It's, it's not going to happen. Sometimes it's in January. Sometimes I'm like Christmas in July. Most of the time it's the November before the new December daily. Cause I get excited about the, the next one. And it makes me all I've done for last year, other than like writing as I went was pick out the photos and they're in a folder and they're waiting for me. I've printed nothing. I've assembled nothing. I don't care. That's fine. It'll get me. Um, but if you, you there, there aren't any rules to it. Right. So if you think of it as, as a cohesive, it's okay if you miss a day. Um, so for, for my 2009 album, the very first one I did, I um, was in college and my, my husband and I are teen parents. So my daughter was like 
four um and we had finals so like i did it and then i dropped off but i was able to complete it later because i just went back through like my emails right and figured out what happened on the days that i didn't have anything so then i could like write a little bit about stuff so you can you you have all this documentation that you don't think of and you can kind of go mining for that um even if you're completing something years later i do that a lot with my yeah calendar and my photos i'll look at the photos from the day because i take a lot Mm -hmm. of photos like you megan it's part of my life and so if i forget what happened i go look at my camera roll for that day and I'm like oh okay I did this and then I kind of use my calendar as a little bit of a diary like I write down what I do so then you have something and during December I try to write on in my notes app if I'm like think I might forget so you can also use those photos to jog the memory of other people in your life too to to get information from them I'm I'm basically the queen of like I've procrastinated and now I have to figure this out so <laughs> if you need extra tips on that you know, I saw DM me. question that came up recently it was in that december daily facebook group but it was someone she was kind of feeling a little bit down on herself because and i don't remember how many years back this was but she didn't have all of her words and um you know one of the things that and this was my reply to her but one of the things that immediately came to my mind was you know when you look at this photo, like, what do you remember? What do you see? What do you feel? Um, you know, like what comes to my, your mind and almost doing more of a reflective journaling, Yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. So if there are people with past projects or that are stressed, even about this year, that's something maybe to be completely open to, or yeah. something like mm-hmm. Megan just said, you know, you show your photos to other people, or maybe it was Jean, you show your photos to other people and you can even ask them, what do you remember about this? Or, you know, it doesn't jog your memory for anything. Um, you know, that's always another approach um, to finishing tasks or even yeah. if it's something like this year where you just want to jot down one note and figure it out later. You know, there's, yeah. there's obviously And I have no to say a to... caveat. I don't always finish in December. I start in December, <laughs> but it doesn't, it's usually not done till later. So, so some of my stories have to be a little more reflective too. So, yeah, I just did a, my travel album that I worked on this fall, um, is a trip that we took. We hiked the grand Canyon and this was like pre, it was very early iPhone days. Um, thankfully, thankfully, honestly, because we carried our big cameras with us so I could blow up the photos in my gorgeous 10 by eight album. Um, but I had no words, like there was nothing written down. Cause I wasn't, it wasn't, it was a break in my scrapbooking, um, time. Uh, and so I wasn't documenting things. And I was like, I just really, that we talk about this trip all the time. We have jokes from things that happened on this trip. So Kasha, I did exactly that. I went back and reflectively wrote, Hey, I'm writing this in 2022. And this is what I'm thinking about. And this is what comes to mind. And these are the stories that we talk about all the time that I don't want to forget. Um, And so that was a really fun way to do. The whole project was that way. I didn't have a single word that I had written in the moment. And there was nothing wrong with that. (laughs) Um, Well, that's why I love that new class this year, Stories of Christmas Past. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. What a wonderful thing to go back and reflect on things. And most of that is all reflective. But um, seeing Pam and Ali's albums and um, Amy Gretchen did something with um, 
her Halloween photos of her girls over like mm-hmm. the past 10 or 15 years. And I was just like, wow, these are great. Like, I would love to do that. I tend to be a very kind of in the moment person. So I need to take some time and do some of that reflective stuff. I mean, it could be interesting too. Like one idea that just came to my mind was like, you know, even if it was a photo of yourself from the very first of December or, you know, in some way, I know a lot of people don't um, like to get in front of the camera. Like I embrace it, you know, but um, you know, if it was even something there and if you were to use that photo, say like towards the very end of your album and like, doing something like that reflection of like looking back what I thought the season would be or what I was feeling at the beginning of the season and what it turned into and um, you know all your kind of like what your hopes and expectations and what reality was like that could be a really interesting story actually yeah Um, that would be great yeah that's a great idea Kasha yeah that is cool maybe I'll have to figure it out (laughs) one of the things Well, more than one of the things. One of the things that I realized I needed to do more of in my album was general annual reflection. Because I like those stories. I love those stories. What were my favorite shows of the year? What books did I love this year? And I wasn't telling those stories anywhere. And I found that there was space missing in my December Daily for those stories. Because those, that's, I mean, that's what I do in December. There's nothing to do here. It's dark at 4.30 by the time I'm finished with work. Like, I was thinking, like, I need more, like, we're talking about, like, filler stories. Where, like, oh, yes, I'm thinking about, because this is what I'm thinking about in December. I'm, like, sitting here while I'm procrastinating doing work, which is the only other thing that I do in December. What are the 10 best shows that I watched this year? Or, Mm -hmm. what? what's the favorite book that I read or what was the book that I've been, you know, what are the five books that I've told most people about? Did you put your Spotify thing in? Well, it's it's all because that is my favorite December Mm -hmm. daily page in my album every single year is the, the Spotify unwrapped happens. And it's like, this is the best page ever. Well, why don't I just have more pages like this? Yeah. I love that. That's a great idea. That's a great idea. My Spotify is always Vitamin String Quartet because that's what I listen to <laughs> when I work. Lindsay Sterling it's always is great my top. too. Um, what what was that? Lindsay Sterling is super oh, yeah. great. Like yeah. her December album. Oh yeah, man, yeah. she's got talent. That's just what I huh. listen to when I work, and I work a lot apparently. <laughs> I mostly use Apple Music, and somehow the songs the kids request on the Echo also show up on my apple music so it's already less cute than spotify <laughs> but now it's less cute than spotify and also like the youngest has has discovered uh rick astley but like not ironically you know so, like the number <laughs> oh, no. one song on mine might be it might be never gonna give you up it's possible i'm so it, sorry it could happen oh yeah. i don't know i'm saying ted lasso did 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 that song right I agree. They made I that into a the, beautiful uh, ballad. It was. I watched the vice behind the music on it, and it made me appreciate it like a lot yeah. more. That's really once, once Jeff's. There was. It was two years ago, and his Spotify songs got on my Spotify list, and I had to put that oh. in my December daily. That's when I was like, mm, "We will nope. pay for the Spotify <laughs> premium, accounts. where we have separate <laughs> <Yeah>. accounts." <laughs> 
<laughs> and funny. like you know, I've changed all of the different subscriptions. We've juggled every single other subscription yeah. from every single other thing, but no, our music will never be in and it's now oh, it's now very yeah. nice because we get mixes and mm -hmm. it's like here's the mix that you can have and here's the the thing that you can listen together Seems in the car. Together. Right. Yeah. And it's That's very so cute. It's very it's pretty cute. cute. <laughs> it's That's very, very nice. cute. Be My husband only like listens to life. Bruce Bruce Springsteen, so that wouldn't work for us. Like there's literally <laughs> nothing else he listens to. <laughs> Kristen, I had an idea about your your like end of the year reflection wrap up pages. Yes. That is a great idea for, you know, you always see people and again, it, it comes up in that same conversation of like, I don't know what to do in my December daily. I don't yes. know. So that's a great place to include it. But if you kind of know what you're doing with December daily, but you're not really sure what to do in your everyday documenting, like if you're doing something like oh. Project Life or something like that, mm -hmm. that would be a great thing to do in your December Project Life that's not necessarily in your December daily Um because it's more right. of that annual reflection, right? It would be a great, I think that would be a great way to wrap up like an annual project like that. Yeah, absolutely. Plan your going on your stuff just because I do monthly project life, right? Air quotes when I say that. Um, but I have so many of those, the, they're the three by four pockets. It's the grid of the three by four pockets. that I yes. never used one of them. I don't use I them. never use those either. See, like I don't like, so, and even like mine, I'm always, my project life, it's like people that love design A when they did 12 by 12, right? Yes. So um, I always do the one with the two four by sixes and then the rest are the three by fours. Those are the only yeah. ones I use. Um, so going back to that review this year, I was like, how can I use those all? So same thing, like, okay, maybe it's my top nine Instagram posts. Maybe it's the top nine TV shows, the top nine books the top nine places we saw like you know or funniest moments or funniest photos but yeah and I love that you'd have a whole month then that you, could, you could do those you know yeah. do that whole it, month that way front and back you know and just fill it out with like stuff from the year and that you know yeah. for people this isn't this is December related you could include that you know in a December daily like maybe it's Absolutely. your two by two pockets or something like that yeah um one of the things that I was thinking of using was the checkered patterned paper that came in the kit, the main kit. Yep. Um, and think that was going to be a really fun one. And then all of the, I've been playing with the tag stamp. Uh, oh, that was my product play product. And I've been, I've used that tag stamp, tag and star stamp probably more than I've used any stamp. <laughs> And you're getting your money's worth. <laughs> I, there will be a lot of tags in my December daily and the different ways of like, oh, okay, well, we can use a tag to talk about this and this and this. And because tags are universal, there is no theme in which tag does not work. Right. That's right. So literally anything I love you using, want to talk about. I love using pockets with tags in December daily too, because yes. then you can put photos or journaling or any. And speaking of two by two pockets, one story I do every year, usually at the end of my album, is I take ephemera from the month, like mm -hmm. gift tags or things we bought or all, the, and I cut them up into two by two squares and do a front back. And that's, I do that every year. And I love just having sort of little bits of life from yeah. the month. 
So well, that's, that's always fun. That's awesome, Jean, because that makes me think about week in the life, um, because we've, you know, that's that's a common thing that people do in week in the life. And another thing that I did one year in week in the life that I think I got the idea from Amy Gretchen. Um, she did at the end of her week in the life, like those two by two pockets. And she did outtakes from the week that were just oh. like silly photos that didn't really make the cut. Um, and that would be so fun to have as the end of your December daily, right? Like all these, I mean, we always have like photos of Ruby doing really weird stuff. Ruby's our dog. For those of you that may not know, it's photos of Ruby doing really weird stuff or like laying in a funny position or like doing something bizarre, making a funny face. Um, that would just be really fun. Um, especially like with the kids when, you know, we always have a million photos from our Christmas celebrations with family and that kind of stuff. But that might be a fun story to tell. It's like outtakes from the month. Yeah, that yeah. is fun. Uh, memorabilia wise, I always keep a uh, pocket in the back or a page protector in the back and put the um, the Christmas cards, the not like regular cards, but like the the one the family photo the ones you know the, yeah. the where people said you the it's it's a picture with happy holidays on it and there's like five pictures of them what are help me photo cards. what people do instead photo of christmas photo. letters photo, ah, photo yeah. Cards? Okay. yeah the photo cards okay so the the last page is just those photo cards uh slipped in for me always and i'm switching to digital uh now so i think i was thinking about scanning them in but i like having some of the physical memorabilia so i think on the back of the book i'm gonna um make like a like a pocket on the back cover so i could slip them in on the the back that sounds like a fantastic idea i love that um, one thing where steph was saying like the outtakes and too like it makes me think too of like the behind the scenes photo mm, mm -hmm. like, um i mean i just shared a little bit about it like on one of my photos that love i that. took for my opening page it was um, you know myself and my husband ben and our dog henry and i um, saw that it's like, you know, so you get like, and I had, I think I shared like two behind the scenes photos, but I had several more, you know, and I was trying to use my Apple watch and figure out what way I wanted to zoom in. And like, I already knew, like, I was going to have to do a ton of work for the photo, but you know, that could be even fun. Um, like I asked um, Ben to actually take a couple of photos of me the other day and, you know, he's gotten pretty good with my camera but it's still not the same as if I were to take it especially when it's a portrait right so I mean I don't know he took maybe like 30 photos of it and probably like five might be good if I haven't edited them yet but so even you know doing something like that you know or uh, where it you know shows again all the outtakes or it can be like behind the scenes like that yeah. can always be fun too well, that would be a fun page to create too, right? Is like, here's my photo, the, the polished, edited, like what I intended the photo to be, right? Kasha, like your photo of the three of you, your legs in bed, which was so cute. And then like a flip up or a pull out or something, right. you know, interactive that's like, and this is what was really happening. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Because I've done some real weird things with my phone. I take all my photos. I'm only a phone photo person at this point. Um, cause I just, my cameras aren't as good as what my iPhone is, um, anymore. And so I've done some real weird stuff. Have you phone. ever put, um, like I had my tripod in my big camera on top of a ladder, like extended and bungee cords wrapping it around. Oh like, yeah. I've yeah. We do a lot of DIY, like tripods. I've, uh, you, your photo reminded me, uh, the one, you know, talking about Ben, like taping it to the ceiling. I've put mine on top of a ceiling fan. 
in my office here and actually taken photos because again the apple watch like is just a remote for that so that works really great um oh yeah that i've held it like in my everybody mouth everybody could look into a gorilla pod they're very cheap i think they're they're they forty dollars it's like 17 dollars it clips yeah, no. on your phone it has little feet you could wrap the feet around stuff yeah they're stuff great in your and we pocket. have like we have like 50 of them in our house <laughs> but it's we kind used of to be like yeah, we used to, to run a photo studio, studio. You know, yeah, it's too much. I think I did see something. No, wasn't there something maybe on Shark Tank? Was it last year? Do you guys watch Shark Tank? Am I one I of the don't. nerds? But it was something for um, like your phone to like stick to. Like, um, I think it could like stick to windows and like the fridge. Or all. I'm going to have to look that up. And if I find it, I'll share it in Instagram. I've always but, wanted to make a like neck like something that like can take it from because I use it in my mouth sometimes so I'll hold my phone <laughs> in my mouth that's a new if one. I need my hands if I want my hands in the photo and again yes I could go get the tripod and I could go get the gorilla pod but that's too much like I just want to do this right now so, so I've thought gear for of, your like, phone headgear for my phone yeah. yes I get that. where I could like put it in and hit the little button or use my watch and yeah that's my dirty Santa, secret. Bring us headgear for our phone. <laughs> It'll be like one of those, you know, what are those those bite guards that you know people in sports? So you have it. It's like a little bite guard, and then it's got an extender for your phone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, mean, you. I mean, surely I could. I'm I'm crafty. I could go to the dentist and get some sort of bite something. I'm sure. <laughs> be like, let's how how can we hack this? Oh yeah, God. we just need a 3D printer. Uh, have one. <laughs> Ooh, nice. Yeah, that's actually a good idea, Kristen. Yeah, 3D printer your way. I may have it. a new project coming up. I think that yeah. that's a great idea. Or just ask Santa. I think both will be equally as fruitful. You know, one thing when we were talking about all these stories, um, you know, and there's a lot of times where I'd say like stellar stories, you know, and like those sometimes could be even stories if you want to you could always write ahead of time maybe you have more downtime now yeah. um but you know one way it was just um I think stuff did you say that like living the story you want to tell um but you know like I highly encourage anybody to be a story speaker right so I mean, maybe you might follow a list of prompts every single day um, maybe you already have it planned out or else you kind of don't know what to follow or what to do, but to just to actively look for the stories. You know, there's a stack of boxes on the front porch, right there's a story. You know, you have baking supplies left everywhere, your kids didn't clean up a mess, there's a story. You know, like it doesn't necessarily always have to be these big holiday moments and activities. Um, you know, there's beauty in that every day and just paying attention and you know, looking for what's happening in your life around you, you know, the people that make up your days and what they interact with too. Yeah. Yeah. Another so lens great. I like to use are is like, what's the same and what's different, right? So one year, Jean, I also like when we first really started doing online shopping, our porch was covered in boxes. And that was like the first year that I had really stopped going to the mall and stopped going to Target and buying gifts in person. And so that was a story, right? And that's a that's a pretty that was a transitional story, right? Because I have not gone back to the stores <laughs> and to Target. I know since COVID, I just don't go to stores anymore. Not anymore. No. Nope. And I'm I'm like afraid now. <laughs> like, I don't, don't want to go in a store. There's too many people and stuff. Yeah. And... I have a lot of Target PTSD, but. Um... <laughs> 
really my wallet has a I lot of say, I have a PTSD. lot of Target wallet PTSD. Yes, of like it's a whole situation. Going in there and then you can't leave Target without at least a hundred dollars. I, I was gonna it. say, where did my hundred dollars go? Yep, they might as well <laughs> just anybody, charge a fee to get in. Does um, anybody notice like everything these days seems to cost like at least five dollars? Like, yeah, five dollars. Like yeah. a roll of wrapping paper, five dollars. Like you know. A greeting card, $5. Thank goodness we're paper crafters. We can right? make them. <laughs> <laughs> and it really helps me be able to justify that pretty paper I bought and those stamps that were definitely not $5. <laughs> right. It's true. Um, yeah. I mean, I think you, to your point, Kasha, is like, just be a story seeker. Look for the stories. Look for what's important to you, right? And it doesn't matter if that's important to someone else at all right and that's right. i think the beauty of sort of this group of people and all of the people in the community is everybody's story and family is completely different like what your holidays look like you know kasha right you and i don't have children um kristen you're in that same boat right we have a partner and maybe we have a pet and that's what our life is except for all the other people but all those other people are completely mm -hmm. different and i have tons of nieces and nephews and um you know, that's just a big part of how we experience the holidays. But for a long time, it was just, just us, you know, doing our own thing. And the thing. bottom line is all our stories matter. Mm -hmm. Yes. Every no matter story who is we valid. are or what every, all our stories matter and are valid and whatever way we want to tell them is also like, there's no rules. I think yeah. uh, Kristen said that, like, you know, but I think it takes time. If you're new to this, you feel like it has to be some big Certainly. thing and I think we're all we all realize that it evolves over time and some albums are super crafty and amazing and some are simpler and some are in between and it's all good yeah and some years have more words and some years have less yeah no. more photos and less mm -hmm. yep, right. yep. Um, absolutely I think I would say if I had two sort of like big pieces of advice if you're looking for sort of story ideas or want to create a list of prompts ahead of time going through first of all Allie Edwards blog is a huge just filter for December daily and there are decade there's a decade or more of right. posts every day she shares what she did for her page so every day you have a different story for again probably 15 years or so at this point um and so going through and like just making a list of, oh, I like that story prompt or, oh, I like that idea. Um, she also offers a, I think it's storytelling with December daily class. That's mm -hmm. only a few dollars. I think, I don't think it's very expensive on her website. Um, and that's a great jumping off point if you're new and just getting started. Um, and the other thing is like, if you find somebody that you like, whether it's one of us, it's Allie, it's someone else in the community, just yeah. scrap lift, scrap lift, you know, <laughs> Allie says that all the time, just go in and copy what she does every day. If you're, if you're just the person that feels like it needs to be a certain way, or it, you know, you have to tell certain kinds of stories, find a person that really res that you really resonate with and just borrow their ideas, <laughs> tell oh, yeah. the same I stories. Mean, there was one year, like, and it was, I think it was my 20, with my 2020 album. I was like, all gone how I did quite a bit at the beginning. And then I hit like, really really rough depression and you know I still did my words but there are several pages in there I was like okay I'm just I'm gonna scrap left alley and make it my own yeah um, you know and like again my words my photos but like 
because I did not even have like the capacity or even when I went back to work on some of that album to finish it up, like whatever it was towards the end of December or January, I still did not have it in me to like do the creative component right. of it. Like yep. it was everything for me just to edit and print my photos and to, you know, write up my words or something. So, you know, I think that that's like piggybacking on stuff is like, you know, give yourself permission to, you know, do what works for you. Yep. Yes, absolutely. 100%. Wow. You guys are amazing. Does anyone else have I'm any? I'm getting, I'm getting excited. Like, yeah. No. Like, <laughs> I want to go work on it now. It's so, it's so much fun. All right. That was a fabulous discussion. Now let's dive into currently list. If you want to learn more about currently, you can head over to the awesomeladiesproject.com slash currently and grab your free currently list download. All right, Kasha, what are you currently watching? Uh, FBI and Christmas movies. Nice. Megan, what are you currently watching? The Magician season two. Oh, so good. I have a lot to talk about. We can talk about The Magicians. It's one of my favorite television shows. Of all time. Steph, what are you currently watching? I am currently watching The Goldbergs um, for the first time, which is super fun. Uh, Rewatching Gilmore Girls and some like November movies like Son in Law and Grumpy Old Men. (laughs) Oh, I love that. That's so cute. Jean, how about you? Uh, My husband and I just are catching up on Big Sky, which is a show set in Montana about private detectives. So we just finished season Mm -hmm. two and are getting ready to start the new season. Very cool. I'm watching Abbott Elementary and football. Oh, football too. Yeah, well, it's true. Football. Can't, can't not. Uh, Kasha, what are you currently reading? Uh, Christmas books. I finished my first one, um, like at the end of October. Um, I will say it was the new one by Maggie Knox. And personally, I was not a fan of it this year. It was so trite. Um, The one I'm reading right now is uh, there's something about Mary and it's the second in the series by the same author. I think it's Cody Hall. I like it. It's a good one. I love it. Megan, what are you currently? Re- uh, what, what was that face? Uh, white horse by Erica. T. Only, I'm, I'm just going to pause and I'm just going to say only cause I remember seeing your last Instagram currently reading picture and it had like 11 books. Yeah, I've tough. been reading like no joke 14 to 17 books a month and that's not counting the periodicals like it's wow like, that's amazing of, it's gotten out of hand but uh yes so so no I I just I've given you a snapshot of a moment this book I started last night I read like five pages before I fell asleep and I'm almost done with it today uh white horse by erica t worth it was my book one of my book of the month picks for this month does anybody else um have that have like the same thing like megan like once you start a book like you can literally finish it in a day yeah it it depends on the book and then also like like i also always have a nonfiction book that i'm doing i always have like a some sort of short story thing that i'm doing and i break those up if i have if i have the right it's usually a YA series, but if I have the right thing, then that's the only thing. And it has to be one of my headaches are working for me, but yeah, somehow 
my library had the first three books of a series and I was able to get them all in a row. And then the fourth book, the last book of the series was like three week wait. And I wanted to just like throw something out a window. I was very upset. It was, it was very mean. Um, Steph, what are you currently reading? I am currently reading nothing. Nice. <laughs> but we just finished, uh, we, my niece and my sisters and I have been reading Harry Potter, um, for the very first time. And so we just finished those books, um, like two weeks ago. So I'm still kind of like not wanting to let that go yet. <laughs> I was going to say you could oh, start yeah. Harry Potter one and all over again. I've, I've thought about it. Yep. I've thought about it for sure. No one's going to judge you. And by no one, I mean me. Yeah. Well, I started listening. This was in my listening to, um, which is the next piece, but uh, the muggle cast podcast is doing a like chapter by chapter uh, starting with Sorcerer's Stone. So I was like, well, I could reread and listen to that. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. Jean, what are you currently reading? I just finished a book this weekend called One Italian Summer by Rebecca Searle. And it's about a girl whose mother has passed away and she goes to the Amalfi Coast to take a visit she was supposed to take with her mom. But I just went to Italy in late September and early October and was in a lot of the same places. So it was oh, really cool. fun to read and hear and read all about uh, Italy and the coast and the food. And so that was a fun one. That sounds awesome. That sounds so great. Um, I'm reading What Works by Tara McMullen, which is good. Uh, Kasha, what are you currently listening to? Uh, nothing really. I did just finish though in October. I went back and listened to the podcast In the Dark. Um, I don't know if anybody likes true crime or investigative journalism or that type of thing. Oh my gosh. I think that actually was better than the first season of Serial. It was I mean, the investigative journalism piece on it, like, they went above and beyond into such great lengths um, for this case. And it, it, they spent a couple of years, like, they moved there. I don't want to give it all away, spoiler alert, but I highly recommend it. That's awesome. Megan, how about you? Uh, I'm listening to a podcast called Sold a Story, which Jeff, Kristen's Jeff, recommended to me. It's um, about, so... We do not, in, in most places in America, we do not teach reading to kids in a scientifically proven way. In a lot of places, they don't actually teach it at all. So it's kind of a, how did we, how did we end up here? Why are we doing that? Um, yeah. That sounds about right. All of the above. All of the above. Um, well, I'm, I'm working on a, literature review for my kids school so they cut it out good luck mm -hmm. steph what are you currently listening to the um, well, like podcast. i said i'm listening to muggle muggle cast um and then um taylor swift's midnight's album has been oh yeah i can't get it out of my head um so every time i wake up with it in my head i'm like okay gotta listen to it again um and then Maren Morris came out with a, what she called a rare form, in rare form version of her latest album, Humble Quest. And I'm just loving that. That feels really good right Who now. Who is that? Maren Morris. Maren. Okay. Very cool. 
Gene, how about you? Midnight's on repeat, man. I'm loving that album. I can't get enough. I keep so waking good. up every day with Antihero in my head. Yes. Same, <laughs> same, same, same. And I love the song with Lana Del Rey, too. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. I know. Awesome. It's like, yep. I'm 38 and I'm a Taylor Swift fan. Yeah. Yeah. I, who knew? <laughs> it, it only took me like at like it only started about like maybe three or five years ago and I was like, oh, I actually like her. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Same. Same. I love it. All right. Kasha, what are you currently making? Um I am making a few foundation pages for December Daily and then I'm working on some content for a class with big picture for next year. Awesome. Megan, what are you currently making? I'm about two thirds of the way through um, writing a choose your own adventure slasher novelette. Very cool. That's That's awesome. Steph, what are you currently making? I am working on some Christmas cross stitch projects. Very cool. Which has been fun. Yes, that's awesome. Jean, what are you currently making? I currently have lots of scrapbooking projects in the mix, but I'm a guest storyteller for the Ali Edwards Wander Kit, which comes out, I think, tomorrow. Awesome. Um, my lesson, not for a few weeks, so I'm working on a bunch of projects for that. Oh, I'm excited that's, for that. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Kasha, what are you currently feeling? I'm feeling good. Like, I don't think that's really much. I'm feeling good. That's awesome. I'm feeling, yeah, just I'm feeling good. That's fabulous. Megan, how are you currently feeling? Optimistic. Oh, I Ooh, love that. I like that. Happy about that. Steph, how are you currently feeling? I kind of want to borrow Megan's now that I heard that. <laughs> that sounds really good. Um, relief. We just finished up a really big work project. Um, that was one of my last big work projects to finish up for the year. Um, so that is off my plate and I'm just reveling in not having that on my plate anymore. <laughs> nice. That's always so nuts. It's such a good feeling. It is such a good feeling. <laughs> yes. And Jean, how are you currently feeling? I'm feeling good too. Um, I'm just having a little bit of the transition to the shorter days and mm-hmm. more dark. And that's always a big transition for me. So that takes a little time. Same. Same here. Same, Same here. Kasha, what are you currently planning? Uh, I don't know. Planning our next trip, planning whether we're going to go back to Michigan, trying to figure out if we go to Lake Tahoe for Christmas. Planning, but not pulling the trigger on any of the plans. <laughs> I understand that. I totally, I totally Speculative planning. That. Speculative planning. Oh, yeah. Speculative planning. We're like getting everything together and then hopefully we can make a decision. Absolutely. Uh, Meg, what are you currently planning? Thanksgiving dinner I'm hosting this year, so I have to, time management's hard for me, so I have to have a very elaborate, stretched out plan to accomplish such tasks. I think that's a great idea. Steph, what are you currently planning? Uh, We are planning the final pieces of our Disney and Universal trip, which is in 25 days as of today. Um, It was postponed from, it was postponed from February, so like, it's been a long time coming. Uh, and December daily, just thinking about stories I want to tell, how I want to do foundation pages, that kind of thing. 
Well, see, maybe it was all about like timing because if you would have gone in February, you wouldn't have read Harry Potter. I wouldn't have finished reading Harry Potter because we had just started in January and we get to go to the Christmas party at Disney and oh. that's the just the most magical thing. So you're going to have so many good just like photo opportunities to use as like background pictures in your December daily mm-hmm. too. I- it's going to be too much. I probably should have bought another album. <laughs> it's going to be so great. I'm so excited for you. Thank you. Jean, what are you currently planning? A ski trip to Park City in January. Awesome. I'm excited. We ha- we haven't been since COVID, so that's so great. Fun. I love that. Kasha, finally, what are you currently loving? Um, I'm loving the chill in the air and getting out some cozy clothes. Like, I mean, California—it's supposed to be like 70 on Friday. You know, no big deal. Um, <laughs> but. I'm, you know, we had like 60 degree days. So it was like, Ooh, I need to get my you know vest on on top of this. Going outside. So, um, you know, for me, the, sorry, I'm like hijacking the conversation. Um, for me, the seasons, I really, really missed out. And it's, you know, one way I marked the time to not having that in um, like this little bit of cold spell. And I know I might be the minority saying, I hope December is colder here, but um, just loving that, you know, because you can actually feel that change now. That I totally get that. It has been like 78 here too in mid-Michigan. Yeah, so. same. Yeah. Um, Meg, what are you currently loving? My new work routine. I feel like I finally kind of got the kinks worked out. Always nice to feel. Mm-hmm. Steph, what are you currently loving? I have been getting up, you know, Gina's just mentioning about the the time change and the season change and that kind of thing in the daylight. I always have a really hard time. So one thing I am proactively doing is getting up early, like when the sun comes up um, and getting out for a walk sometime in the morning by myself. And that has really helped um, that adjustment period. Oh, that's fantastic. That's really great. Yeah. And it only finally... took, you know, 40 oh, years, but yeah. I was just going to say, it I... only took 40 years. <laughs> we'll see how long it lasts, too. No, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm feeling optimistic about it. <laughs> Good feelings to have. Finally, Jean, what are you currently loving? Today, I was loving a very fun coffee date with a good friend. Those are the best. That's good. Yeah. All right. I would like to go around one more time and let everybody, uh, let you give everybody a chance. I'm going to say that again. (laughs) I would like to give you a chance to tell everybody where they can find you. So Kasha, where can everybody find you? You can find me on Instagram at Kasha K. Gage and on YouTube at Kasha Gage. Awesome. Meg, where can people find you? Uh, on Instagram and Twitter, I'm Megan underscore NerdNest, and my website is MeganKeekleAnderson.com. Love it. Steph, where can people find you? I am at Creative by Steph on Instagram and YouTube with their new handles. Um, and uh, my site is CreativeBySteph.com. Fabulous. And Jean, where can people find you? I am at Jean M. Will at, on Instagram, and I am in the process of starting a YouTube channel, so hopefully that will be up in January. So Woo, I'm a little nervous, but I'm kind of behind the scenes right now. You, you got it. this. 
you're going to be great. <laughs> Absolutely. And thank you, everybody who is listening. We're going to be back next week with another roundtable. It's going to be fantastic. And if you have any questions about your December album, one, just go over to AllieEdwards.com and search uh, in the December Daily category. You're probably going to find your answer there. But then come over to Instagram or come over to the Awesome Ladies Project app and ask almost anyone a question and you are going to get an answer because people love talking about this and they really love to help. It's a great community and we cannot wait to see all the amazing things that you're going to make this season. Catch you later, guys. Have a great night. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.